2: It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. You ready to get theological with me? Today is Theological Thursday. Come on, let's go.
1: Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital.
2: That's me. I'm your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital, and today is Theological Thursday. Y'all ready to talk theology? Mm -hmm. Welcome to the show. If you're brand new, uh, this is how we roll. We start off with Marriage Mondays, then Tough Topic Tuesdays. Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, that's today. And then open phone in Fridays, anything that you want to talk to me about on Friday, that's tomorrow. Just give me a call. The topic is about you. So whatever you want to talk about. But today, guess what I want to talk about? I want to talk about the theology of justification, sanctification, and glorification. Do you even know what those big theological terms mean? Well, I'm going to break it down for you, and I'm going to uh, put it to you with a question that makes it real simple, and that is this. What does it mean to be saved? What does it mean to be saved? And here's a question. Are you saved? Are you being saved? Or will you be saved? Which one is it? Hmm. Are you saved? Are you being saved? Or will you be saved? Which one is it? Love for you to give me a call to talk about it. Here's my phone number, 888 888- Now, as always, we like to open the show in a word of prayer and commit our time to the Lord. So let's do that right now. Heavenly Father, thank you that you are the God of salvation. And we pray, Lord, that you give us your insight and wisdom from the scriptures as we talk on this Theological Thursday about what it means to be saved. In Jesus' name, we pray together. Everyone said amen and amen. Well, listen, there are a couple other ways you can get a hold of me. You can always go to Andersonspeaks.com, that's Andersonspeaks.com, or go to my favorite website, EmbraceGracism.com, EmbraceGracism.com, or you can just download the app, Gracism, okay? There's even a little phone icon at the bottom, just push that, and it'll call me directly in the studio during the show. So what does it mean to be saved? Uh, Are you being saved, or will you be saved? Well, you know, the scripture uses the term saved in three different tenses, three different tenses. It says that we are saved or were saved. It says that we're being saved. And then it says that we will be saved. And that's where we get these big theological terms like justification, sanctification and glorification. So the question then becomes, well, what are those big words? What what does that mean? So when someone says, are you saved? you you should try to figure out if they are talking about one of those three aspects of salvation, because depending on their faith, their religion, uh, you know, some people think that they're always being saved and, and they don't know that they've already been saved, you know? And so you say, have you prayed to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord? And say, yes, every single day. Right. Because they don't have an understanding that you don't have to pray every single day to be justified, but you do need to pray every single day that you are being sanctified. And one day we will all be glorified. So you have three tenses of salvation. And so when you start looking at the scriptures, even when you read scriptures, when you understand the three aspects of it, it's going to actually help you understand the text, because otherwise that text could throw you uh, in a weird, you know, in a weird space. You're like, hang on, am I I already saved? Maybe I'm not saved. It's telling me to question my salvation. It really is going to depend on what you are reading and what tense of salvation it's talking about. So let's talk about the first tense of salvation. And by the way, if you want to talk to me about and interact, feel free to do so. It's sort of like a class right now. Uh, so I hope you have your pens and your paper ready to write this stuff down. But all kind of passages talk about uh, justification. For instance, in Romans chapter 5, that's a, a key passage with regard to this term Uh, justification. It says, therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God. Since we've been justified by faith, we have peace with God. And so uh, it's faith that actually justifies us, not works. So what does justified mean? Let me give it to you, Street. Justified means just as if I'd never done it. Got it? Justified means just as if I'd never done it. Just as I'd Never sinned, just as if I had never robbed the bank, just as if I had never lied. In other words, when God declares you righteous, it's as if you've never done it. Sins are cleansed. Uh, slate is clean. Water under the bridge. Uh, no sin whatsoever. Completely erased. Here's a question. Does anybody want God's big eraser to like <laughs> take away everything you've ever done? wrong. Well, that's what it means to be justified, but you only get that by faith. So when God declares you righteous, he strikes the record clean, expunged, it's not there. It's just as if I'd never done it before. And we see that in Romans 4 with Abraham, which says, "However, to the man who does not work but trust God who justifies the wicked, his faith is credited as righteous. So he's talking about Abraham's faith that he believed God and God credited to him as righteous. So by belief and by faith, God credited to Abraham righteousness. That's justification. And that's what happens to you and me. When we place our faith in Jesus Christ, he literally justifies us. He declares us righteous, even though we're unrighteous. He declares us righteous. The day he does that, you are justified. This is what uh, Romans 5.1 says, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So how do you get peace with God? You got to be justified. How can you be justified? You got to place faith in Christ. So when you ask somebody, are you saved? Did you get saved? Did you place your faith in Jesus Christ? And then by faith, that's when God justifies you. All right. So then you start keep reading uh, Romans chapter five and in Romans chapter six and it starts saying, listen, the more you sin, the more God's grace just increases to kind of cover that sin. So you get to chapter six and it says, well, shoot, uh, does that mean that if I just keep sinning, God's grace is just going to keep going? And of course, uh, what the writer is saying is don't try to take advantage of God's grace may never be. But the reality is you can sin as much as you want. It doesn't take away your justification. Now, I know I just ruined somebody right there, right? Because you're thinking, hey, pastor, you're giving people a license to sin. No, I'm just telling you the theological truth. God doesn't want us to just keep sinning, but I'm telling you the theological truth because what you need work on is sanctification. And I'm going to talk about that in just a couple of minutes when I get back from my break because there is a difference between justification and sanctification. Justification is not based on works, being a good person, living a great life, uh, never lying, never cheating, never stealing, so I'm justified. No, 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 uh, Justification is based simply on faith. You place your faith in Christ, what he did on the cross, you are justified. That never changes no matter how much you sin after that moment. Now, that word's going to free somebody, and that word's going to frustrate somebody. Which one are you, free or frustrated? Give me a call, 888 888- 4327434 this is real talk with Dr. David Anderson
3: youtube and AndersonSpeaks.com. check him out today
4: hi i'm andrew altman founder of best buy waterproofing i hate to see people wait to replace the roof i'm working on a roof right now where the wood underneath the shingles and the ceiling in the kitchen needs replacing because of roof leaks don't let this happen get a free estimate before the storms arrive you deserve the best call best buy waterproofing and roofing
1: like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's INSPIRE to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
6: That's
2: me. It's Real Talk. I'm David Anderson, live in the nation's capital, uh, hanging out with you on WAVA, uh, 105.1 FM, covering all of the DMV. So thanks a lot for hanging out with me, along with places like West Virginia and Pennsylvania uh, as well. Uh, Today we are talking about salvation, what it means to be saved, and specifically the three tenses of salvation, uh, being saved, uh, will be saved, uh, and am saved. All right, and so what does that mean? Well, the am saved or a got saved is justification. That's what we talked about before the break. Uh, let me give you my phone number in case you have a question about these kinds of topics. 888 432 7434. 888 432 Bridge. Oh, well, 888 43 Bridge. That is the number you can call into. If you want the exact digits, it's 432 7434. Now, uh, we said before the break that justification comes by faith, and we read you passages in Romans chapter 4, in Romans chapter 5, uh, that God declares one righteous like Abraham, uh, not because of his works, but because of his faith. And God declares us righteous because of our faith, not because of our works. But now what happens once you're born again, once you're saved, once you have given your life to Christ and he has declared you righteous, can you just keep on sinning? Well, the answer is no. I mean, God is not, didn't save you so you can keep sinning. He saved you so you could now be set free from sin and help you become more and more like his son. But the reality is when he sees you, he doesn't see your sin. He sees his son. Let me say it again. When God sees you, he doesn't see your sin. He sees his son. All right. And so, uh, the more you are transformed to be like his son, the more brilliant uh, you become. And, and this is where sanctification comes in. We find verses like this one, 1 Thessalonians 5, 23. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. And may your whole spirit and soul uh, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Sanctification is the process of salvation. So justification is the point of salvation. That happened for me, let's say, uh, May 27th, uh, you know, 1984, okay? The, the day I gave my life to Christ. There's a point of salvation for everyone, even if you don't remember it. Maybe you were a child or something, but there was a point of salvation where you were declared righteous. That's justification. Sanctification, on the other hand, is the process of salvation. That is sanctifying you, making you more holy, making you more set apart, making you more set free from when you started. It's your growth in the Christian life. It's from being a baby and growing to becoming an adult. That is the same process of salvation in the spirit realm. You are no longer just being on milk, but now you can eat meat. You are strengthening your bones, strengthening your muscles, growing in your intellect, uh, growing in your ability to reason. This is what happens to believers when they read the scripture, uh, they go to church, they pray, they hang out in community with other believers, they're stimulated to good works and service. The absence of that will cause you to be stunted in your growth. There are a lot of Christians that are stunted in their growth. They're not growing. They're not developing. They may have gone to the altar and received Jesus Christ. They may have prayed a prayer and had a point of salvation, but because they didn't get involved uh, in a church or because they didn't have a small group of people to help hold them accountable or because the word of God was choked out of them and they got so anxious because of circumstances that they gave up on God, all of these are the things that can keep a new believer at a level of uh, being an infant in Christ. And Paul even talks about this in uh, in Corinthians. You know, I'm treating some of y'all like infants. Y'all should be more grown by now, but you're still on the milk of the word instead of the meat of the word. Sanctification is the process of growth and development. It says in 2 Thessalonians 2.13, But we ought to give always give thanks to God for you, brothers, beloved by the Lord, because God chose you as the first fruits to be saved. Listen, through sanctification by the spirit and belief in the truth, by by the spirit and belief in the truth, the spirit and the truth is what helps you grow. All right. You get sanctified by the spirit, the Holy Spirit working inside of you and by belief in the truth. That's what sanctification is. This is why Philippians six says, he who began a good work in you uh, will be faithful to bring it into completion. See, that's a process of growth. So then my question to you might be, how are you doing in your sanctification? How are you doing in your spiritual growth? Are you developing? Do you need help with that? Feel free to give me a call. My phone number is 888 432 Seventy-four thirty-four, eight 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 four three, bridge. If you want to talk about your salvation, maybe you don't even know if you've been saved. You don't remember a point of salvation. Give me a call, or you know that you gave your life to Christ when you were a teenager, or when you were in your twenties, or uh, whatever. You knew that happened, and you remember how being how on fire you were, but now you're in a slump. Maybe you've been in a slump for years. You've stopped going to church. Uh, you've stopped praying. Uh, you've stopped. Uh, reading the scripture. You don't feel like your relationship with God is close anymore. Well, that's that's why I'm here. That's why we're having Theological Thursday, not just to stimulate your mind, but to really uh, touch your spirit. And this is what the Word of God does, and that's why on Theological Thursday, I try to give you as much word as I can just to stimulate uh, your spirit man, all right, and your spirit woman. My number in the studio, if you want to talk about the salvation, is 888-432-7434. Now, one of the things that actually helps one to get back on track, on the track of sanctification, is repentance. It's when you come to God and apologize and confess your sins and then turn away from them and move in a different direction. That that jump starts, that gets you back on track of becoming more like Christ, the process of sanctification. So then, we've talked about uh, two of the three tenses of salvation, What is the third tense of salvation? It's all of those texts in scripture that talks about you will be saved. All right. Like, do you know that verse that talks about uh, working out your salvation? Paul tells the Philippians, listen to this, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling for it is God who is at work in you. Work out your own salvation. That's that idea of being saved. That's the idea of sanctification. It doesn't mean work for your salvation you're working out your salvation but when you when you are saved and you're working it out and god's working in you and the spirit and the truth is working in you there are also passages that use this future tense where it says for instance uh, as we saw in the introduction uh, as we saw in the scriptures paul said and let's say uh, romans five paul twice says will we shall be saved we shall be saved we shall be saved what does that mean That means that one day God is going to come back a second time through Jesus Christ, and he's going to take us away. And in order to go into the presence of God, we have to be changed. This is where 1 Corinthians 15 talks about, uh, you know, we are going to literally be changed from mortality to immortality, from corruptibility to incorruptibility, that in order to see the Lord, we must be changed. Uh, That change means we are literally going to go through a metamorphosis to our final state of salvation, where he takes us home to be with him. You know, Jesus says, I go away to prepare a place for you that where I am, you may be also. Well, you know, that's when Jesus comes back a second time. He's going to take every believer away with him. Now, if you're under the sound of my voice and you don't know Jesus Christ, you've not given your life over to Jesus Christ. You don't know if you're saved or not. Okay. If you don't know this probably because you're not. Now what this means if Jesus Christ were to come back today or if you were to die right now while you're driving a car across the bridge. If that happened to you, you had a heart attack right while you're driving and you passed away. If you don't know Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior, you will not be glorified. That's this third tense of salvation. You will not. He only glorifies those who have been justified. All right. So in other words, he only takes you home to be with him if you have already been declared righteous. If you've not been declared righteous, then you will not be changed and you will not go to heaven with God. Uh, Romans 13, 11, our salvation is now nearer than when we first believed. Remember that believed that was the day and the point of salvation. And each day we get closer to our final salvation. Every single day you get closer to your final uh, salvation. It says the Holy Spirit is given, listen, in Ephesians 1, as a guarantee of inhe- of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession. In other words, y- it is guaranteed that you will be glorified if you've been justified. Are you with me? Do you understand this? All right. And this is why in in Romans, it's it it literally tells us if you've not, you know, if you've been called by God, then you have been justified. And if you've been justified, you'll be glorified. This is what it says in uh, Romans 830. And those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. So he only glorifies those who he has justified. If you've not been justified, you won't be glorified. Are you with me? Justification is the point of salvation. Glorification is when the Lord comes back and he takes us home for good, changes us and takes us home for good. Now, notice that verse didn't mention the word sanctified. It says those that he justified, He then glorified. Well, what happened to that space in between the day I got saved and the day I will be saved when the Lord comes back? That process is called sanctification. And listen, God allows us to cooperate in the process of salvation when it comes to sanctification. Did you hear me? In other words, when you get justified, it's all God doing it. No work of yours. When you get glorified, it's all God doing it. No work of yours. But sanctification, all right, That is the process of growing in Christ, and God allows you as a human being to cooperate with him in that process. That's why it says work out your own salvation. You can choose not to grow. You can choose not to eat. You can choose not to listen to me on the radio and take notes and and, and pray about what I'm saying. You can choose not to go to church. You can choose not to grow. He allows us human will to interact with the growth sanctification process but not the justification process and not the glorification process. No one knows the day or the hour he's going to come back and glorify us. Right. And justification is that point of salvation that has nothing to do with our works, only placing faith in Christ. The sanctification process we get to be a part of. And what God is trying to do and growing in fellowship with us is that we would surrender to him so we can be set free to do the things uh, that he wants us to do for his will for his way, for his purpose. Are you with me? Are you getting anything out of this? If you want to join in uh, this teaching and you want to interact with me on it, feel free to call me. My phone number is 888-432-7434. All right? We're talking about justification. We're talking about sanctification. And we're talking about glorification. Based on the teaching you just heard me give, do you think that you could teach that to somebody else? Do you think that you can grasp it to a point that you can actually verbalize it to someone else? If you can, that means you're growing. If you can't, keep listening to me. Keep talking with me. Keep writing it down. You need to get this because salvation is so important that we want to make sure that you understand it not only for yourself, but that you can explain it to other people. It's like a theology class today, isn't it? It's Theological Thursday. Give me a call. My lines are now open. 888 bridge.
0: It's the most wonderful time of the year, and what better place to celebrate than Museum of the Bible? Bring the family and enjoy a -a one-of-a-kind Christmas light spectacular, special Christmas exhibits, family-friendly activities, and an authentic Christmas market featuring unique gifts from around the world. Join us now through January 6th for a heartwarming, hope-filled holiday experience. Get your tickets online at museumofthebible.org. Hey, it's Norm with A-Action Home Services here.
1: Did you know a single running toilet can quietly waste over 1,000 gallons of water in a single day? For only $99, our experienced and professional plumbers can perform a whole house plumbing system inspection to confirm that your home's water shutoff valves, toilets, faucets, and other fixtures are all leak-free and operational. So give us a call today at 703-922-1900. That's 703-922-1900. And you, too, can say, problem solved.
7: We're Diamond and Silk, and we have a new book coming out called Uprising. The Awakening of Diamond and Silk. It's about how we overcame poverty and hardship by not letting anyone else define who we are, what we can do, Or who we are supposed to vote for. And guess what? You can do it, too. That's right. And we want you to hear our personal story for the first time.
6: Uprising, the new book by Diamond and Silk. Available at Amazon or wherever books are sold.
0: Alexa can play WAVA-FM. And hear us wherever you are on our mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, or Radio.com. God reached down on earth on Christmas Day with Jesus, the baby that would grow up to change the world. Merry Christmas from WAVA.
3: Don't miss In Touch with Charles Stanley, weekday mornings at 8.30 on Life Changing Talk Radio WAVA.
0: I grew up Pope. Which is even worse than being poor. From poor to CEO, the incredible journey of Herman Cain. My American dream entailed working hard and making $20,000 a year. But I surpassed that goal and became a
1: corporate CEO.
0: The story of one man's amazing journey from a poor, undereducated family to the highest levels of corporate, social, and political America.
1: I didn't have to be talk work ethic. I saw it firsthand. It
0: had a big impression on me. From poor to CEO, the amazing true story of the American dream that will inspire and motivate you and your family to live your best life.
5: We'll all be able to say, free
0: See the movie From Poor to CEO, the incredible journey of Herman Kane, available at salemnow.com. Use promo code family for 20% off. salemnow.com promo code family. 105.1 FM WAVA. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time.
2: I'm back. Hey, everybody, it's the second half of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, and I'm so glad that you're hanging with me. It's Theological Thursday, and we're talking about some good, meaty, in some ways basic, and in other ways, uh, you know, advanced theology. We're talking about justification, sanctification, and glorification. What does it mean to be saved? If you're just joining us and you want to give me a call, my phone number is 888 43 Bridge. Now, just a quick review before I go to the phone lines. Justification means just as if I'd never done it before. All right. When you place your faith in Christ, he declares you righteous as if you've never done it before. Slate is clean. Point of salvation happened when you were 16. Happened when you were 26. It happened when you don't even remember it, but you know that you're saved. Point of salvation. You are declared righteous, born again. Glorification is when God comes back to get you. And he completely changes you, no longer mortal, you're immortal forever, you're cleansed, and you're in the power and the presence of God. Sanctification is the process between justification and glorification. That's the process of growing, maturing, developing. All right? So that means you're being saved. Three tenses of salvation. Uh, I am saved, I'm being saved, and I will be saved. The present, the uh, past, the present, and the future. Did you get all that down for those of you who are students if not keep keep listening all right let's keep reviewing this. I want you to know the material all right. let me run to uh let's kick it off in Laurel, Maryland for this second half and talk to Robert who's on the line. Hi, Robert. It's Dr. Anderson here. how you doing?
8: I am doing great. thanks for
2: calling. What are you thinking Yeah,
8: I have a question uh, about what you're talking about um is it uh once saved, forever saved, or and uh can you lose your salvation when as, as, uh when whenever you become a uh, born again
2: yeah and let,
8: what can you talk about uh backslid too
2: yeah, so um, let me ask you this when you were born uh Robert, can you now be unborn
6: no,
2: uh-huh, so see when you're born again, you can't be unborn. Once you are a child of God, you're always a child of God. Once you're saved, you're always saved. Now, what kind of No, sorry. Yeah. Uh, what kind of Christian you are is a different story. But once you are a follower of Christ, you're always a follower of Christ. You're never not going to be a follower of Christ. Now, you can be a bad follower of Christ like the prodigal son, or you can be a good follower, one who's sticking close to the Father. But either way, your salvation is not something that you gain and lose and gain and lose. If that were the case, then salvation would be dependent on me, not on what Christ did on the cross. See, salvation, if it's dependent on me, then guess what? I have the power to save myself just by going out there and doing my own behavior. So why did Christ even have to die? See, it can't be Christ plus me having good works. It has to be Christ alone Uh, nothing more, nothing less, nothing else, all Christ. That's what it means to be saved. Now, you talked about backsliding. Backsliding is the process that I was talking about before called sanctification. Sanctification is that process of growing in Christ. If I'm not growing in Christ, I might be going backwards. I might be slipping back. I, I might be backsliding or, or saying, you know what, I don't want to go to church anymore. I don't want to read God's word anymore. I don't want to be connected to the church or to the Lord or worship because of my sin. I feel guilty. Let me just go out to the bars and, 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 and drink and, and, and party. That's called being a backslider, somebody who's not growing. In Christ, they're going in the opposite direction, like the prodigal son. He was backsliding. Now, how if he would have died when he was backsliding? What would happen if while he was out there in the world, he would have died in his unrepentant, backslidden state? Would he still be saved? My answer to you, Robert, is yes. Even if you die uh, not living the life you should live, you're still a child of God, okay? Oh,
6: okay, okay, all right, all right. That's Th- so much. That's a, a great help. Yeah, wow. good,
2: good. Yeah. Well, once you're saved, you're always I saved. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. God bless you. Yeah. yeah don't be uh, discouraged by people who make you want to get saved over and over and over again. You don't need to get saved again. You need to surrender again. You see the difference? Uh, if, if I got to get saved again, that means that he didn't do it right. The first time, <laughs> save me again, Lord. And hopefully this one sticks. No, 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 no. You already saved. You just need to surrender. Look at your kids. I mean, if you have them, those knuckleheads one day, they're loving you and kissing you and hugging you. And next day they're like, no, mine. I hate you. You're not my father. What happened? Well, they still your child. All right. They just need to grow in a relationship with you. It's going to take some discipline. Uh, to get them right. Well, it's the same thing, friends. God is so patient with us. Is anybody glad God is patient with us? Because he could have knocked your head off a long time ago. But because of a great, patient God, he just strives with us, doesn't he? Well, as soon as I get back from my break, I'm coming right back to the phone lines. I want to talk to you, Byron and Alan and Lewis and Rita. I want to talk to you. So hold on the line as soon as I get back. We're going to continue this amazing Theological Thursday conversation on salvation.
4: Mm.
9: Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. Have you ever listened to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson and wondered how we come up with heartfelt discussions on Marriage Mondays, or engaging topics on Tough Topic Tuesdays? Well, our listeners are our inspiration. We would love to keep hearing from you. So if you have an idea for the show, let us know. Because comprehension begins with conversation. Send us your ideas by sending an email to info at Andersonspeaks.com and join the conversation on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
3: Does your church have legal challenges? 6070.
1: Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's Half Hour Radio Highlight Show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson Weekend Edition. Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com.
2: It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How's it going, friends? We're talking about good stuff here. Salvation. Are you getting it? Can you teach what you've learned so far? If you can, that is awesome. If not, keep listening come back and listen some more, take some notes. We're talking about three big words. Did you get them? Say it with me. The first one is justification, which means just as if I'd never done it. Sanctification, that means God's setting you apart. You're growing and you're maturing and becoming more holy. And what's the third one? Glorification. Those are the three tenses of salvation. Let me teach you something real quickly, then I'm going right back to the phone lines, and that's this. Justification means you're being saved from the penalty of sin. Get the P word down. I All three P words. I can't help it. I'm a preacher, okay? There it is. Justification saves you from the penalty of sin. Sanctification saves you from the, here it is, practice of sin. Glorification saves you from the presence of sin. We'll never be present with sin again once God glorifies us. Did you get it down? Alright, back to the phone lines. Let's talk to Rita in Silver Spring, Maryland. Hi, Rita. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you doing?
6: I'm fine, Dr. Anderson. How are you? Oh, I'm
2: alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking?
6: Uh, well, I, I, yeah, I've been taking you know, notes for of what the three mean. Yes. And I'm here wondering, uh, I have a nine-year-old daughter. And uh-huh. uh, she was asking me... Uh, she was asking me that, okay, um, if you and Daddy if you and Daddy are saved, uh, does it mean that I'm saved too? Ah. You know, so she's starting to ask she's starting to ask questions.
2: So, so what
6: you've told me, uh, I just just wondering where would she fall?
2: You know what? She she'd fall as someone who really wants to know about salvation and you should lead her to Christ. You should say, You know what, honey? Uh you're old enough to make a decision on your own and daddy and mommy cannot make you saved only your heavenly daddy can make you saved so do you want to be saved and if so ask him right now and lead your child to christ perfect age okay
6: all right yes perfect
2: age make sure you do it you're you're a great mom you've got a child that is asking you questions this is the time when you tell her about her heavenly father Who saved mommy and daddy, and it's a decision that she can make by just saying yes to Jesus. You don't even have to make it complicated. He wants kids to come to him, okay?
6: Absolutely. Oh, okay. Mm All right, well, thank you. Uh, And thank you for inviting us to your birthday. Yeah, please.
2: (laughs) I can't wait to see you. You better come. I'm going to have to come to your house and eat all your food, okay? (laughs) (laughs)
6: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, All fun. right, Love
2: God that. bless you. That's Rita from Silver Spring. Let's go to uh, Lorton, Virginia, and talk to Alan. Hi, Alan. It's Doctor Anderson. How are you?
6: Hey, hey, how you doing? Doing great. Thanks for, me.
2: Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking?
6: So, uh yeah, this is a great topic. This is, uh, in my opinion, probably one of the most important topics of theology, at least. Yeah, it is. Uh, so uh, and, and I really. non-believer needs to understand um you know i i I really i think it's uh something that you can't deny or or uh reject Mm -hmm. um and even though even though you may not fully understand grace uh, when you do um Mm -hmm. yeah i think that's a sign of of your of your uh salvation right there Um, yeah you know your conviction, your conviction of all sin is is a sign, and your level of repentance I think is a sign of of your salvation at least it was yeah and it was very profound, but the other side of that is, is that um you know the Bible also speaks about if you call you know all who see shall find him, yeah, and yeah, in that time in that time when you're not there, right when you don't get it mm-hmm. and you're still sinning and you don't you don't repent for that sin right. You know, that that you know, in my experience, my testimony is that it was very—it was a woeful relationship, right? Right to the point, you know, the the date and time that I was saved,
2: and the Lord was working on you, wasn't He? <laughs>
6: Absolutely, you know, I wasn't convicted of sin; I was still living a, a shameful lifestyle, but. Uh, you and know, and that's God's. You get it. <laughs> that's
2: God's patience, isn't it, Alan? I mean. Uh, you yeah, mentioned
6: it's incredible. I, I really, I really, uh, you know, some of these questions and discussions are great, you know, especially the first caller. And, you know, not being able to fall out of that grace is, is one of the most beautiful parts of our of our religion. You know? That's and, right. And, well, and, and here's and here's and a verse. Upright.
2: Here's a verse. I know, you know, but you'll love it when I read it because you know it. It says, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yeah. ourselves. It is a gift. From God, not by works, so that no man can boast. Isn't that a beautiful verse?
6: <laughs> Amen. We, you know, we, you know, even, even believer or not, you're going to fall short of the glory of God every day.
2: Every know? day. Sure. You
6: and I both were convicted every step we take.
2: Every and, day. Uh, yeah. That,
6: that's something for the non-believer to recognize: is that just because we're Christian doesn't mean that we're not any more sinners. Um, so, you no, know, welcome to the quote. Man. Yeah, exactly. For forgiveness.
2: Exactly. Although, I mean, Alan, seriously, you're a bigger sinner than I am. I mean, you're, you know, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah, I'm man. just kidding. Thank God he doesn't expose all of our sins and comparison. we'll all be messed up, wouldn't we?
6: Yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. All right, brother. Thanks yeah. for hanging Praise with me, okay? God. Amen. <laughs> all right. God
2: bless you. Let me go to Fort Meade and talk to Byron, who's on the line. Hello, Mr. Byron. It's Dr. Anderson. How you doing?
8: Good afternoon Dr. Anderson taking a lot from you I am I, I, I promise you I, I I say this all the time now and I I am definitely you know blessed alive and grateful man. Amen this is I, I get excited every time I talk to you because number one, I'm I'm your your Christopher's barbershop uh, partner, Doctor Anderson. I oh. had no idea. As many times as I've either sat before you or after you in the barber chair, I had no idea <laughs> the, the man of God that you were. That, oh. And that just goes to show you how. I mean, never never any reason to judge you or whatever. You have always conducted yourself as a, as a gentleman, and you know I I am I am a um, obviously an avid um, believer, but I promise you, the last eighteen months or two years, man, I have grown so much you know in faith Mm. uh you know it's amazing just to hear your word Man, i I listen to you as often as i possibly can every time you're like dropping knowledge come on i'm trying like yeah but (laughs) most of it most of it is is either i always say it's either um been for me uh confirmation or what's the other word i'm looking for it's it's um revelation or confirmation. Ah, okay. Man, you okay. you're nailing it. You you're nailing it right on the head. I well, pray I pray more. God. I I feel more confident in my praying because always I felt like, you know, it had to be, you know, shaped a certain way, grammatically mm. structured in certain ways and all that other kind of thing, man. And you the way you put it down is so, you know, I can Good. relate to it and I love it. I mean, I'm excited. I'm in this, I'm I love a small it. group and and some of your members at Bridgeway are, are there, and I'm wow. definitely going make to make it my business to get by. And, uh, Please do, uh, and, uh, meet
2: and, you. and say hi to me so I can put the name to the face. I didn't know you were in the barbershop, but I'm sure once I see your face, and I, that means, look, that means you're walking with the Lord, and you got a fresh yes, fade. Come on, man, you yeah.
8: know you're looking good. <laughs> how about that? So, <laughs> all right. I appreciate it, but no, I just wanted—I wanted to say, man, how much I love you, love you, love what you're doing. And I, I'm, I'm not going to um, dominate all the airtime because I, I know other people want to. Uh, thank brought, you, my but, friend, Doctor Anderson. Thank you. I, I really appreciate you. Blessings man, and, to and, you. And, and, and
2: Thank you so much. It's so kind of you to say uh, say thank you like that. I love it, man. I hope to meet you someday. Uh, put a face with the name. Fresh Fade, that's right. Uh, Christopher's Barber Studio, they're the ones that uh, hook me up. They can hook you up as well. They're in uh, Elkridge, Maryland. They're in Columbia, Maryland. One of my advertisers. So make sure you check them out by going online, Christopher's Barber Studio dot com. Now, listen, I have to go to this break because it's going to cut me off whether I keep talking or not. I'm going to try to get to one or maybe even two of y'all, depending on uh, as soon as I get back, let me let me come to the phone lines. We've been talking about a great subject, salvation. Wow, what does it mean to be saved? Come on, let's talk
6: about it.
4: Life insurance for a dollar a day? Really? Sure, if you're young, in perfect health, and want to get coverage that you'll have to replace when you're older and not so healthy. If you want real life insurance coverage that'll be with you for life, call Big Lou. There's no dollar a day bait and switch schemes. Only honest answers and quotes you can depend on. If you're 50 years old with a little more belly than you'd like, $750,000 for 20 years could be less than $200 per month. Go to BigLou.com and read Lou's reviews. He's a straight shooter with the best reviews you'll ever find. Call now to get your free, no-obligation quote and get started with affordable term life insurance. Call Big Lou at 800-529-2856. That's 800-529-2856. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on a few meds, too. Call 800-529-2856 or visit biglou.com.
5: Hi, I'm Patrick Fingles, owner of New Look Home Design. The holidays are all about sitting back and sipping on eggnog. That is, until the lights go out on the front of your house and you have to search through a strand of 5,000 to find that one pesky light. You find yourself thinking, why's everything gotta be so hard? Well, at New Look, we make getting a new roof easy. We offer both virtual and on-site estimates. Use a special winter installation process to ensure shingles are sealed and tight. And we install most roofs in a single day. So all you have to do is sit back and sip away. Find out why over 40,000 homeowners have trusted New Look to do their roof. Right now, get great holiday savings with 50% off all roofing materials. Plus, qualify for interest-free financing until 2022. Call 800-279-5300. That's 800-279-5300. NewLookHomeDesign.com. While we can't
0: make everything easy, we can make roofing easy. Hey everybody, Pastor Greg Laurie here, and I'm very happy to say that we're back in the Washington, D.C. area again with our radio broadcast, A New Beginning, heard weekday mornings at 6 a.m. So if you want to grow spiritually and have a program to point people to so they can hear the gospel, tell them to listen to A New Beginning. Weekdays at 6 a.m. right here on WAVA. I grew up poor, which is even worse than being poor. See the movie, From Poor to CEO, The Incredible Journey of Herman Cain. I've never shied away from artwork. Rising from poverty, he achieved the American dream.
5: We'll all be
9: able to say freedom!
0: From poor to CEO, The Incredible Journey of Herman Kane. Available at SalemNow.com.
9: Get 20% off with promo code WAVA.
0: The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time.
7: Hello friends. This is Janice Fonseca, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I want to thank you for joining us. On this thought provoking radio show, where Dr. Anderson creates a safe, uncommon table to build bridges where there's a divide. Because, like he says, comprehension begins with conversation. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is a nonprofit ministry and it is made possible with generous listeners like you. Would you consider partnering with us? It's really easy. Let me tell you how. Go to Andersonspeaks.com and click on the donate button. Consider giving a monthly donation. If you're a business and want to sponsor Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, email me at info at Together we can build bridges and have great conversations on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Become a partner or a sponsor and go to andersonspeaks.com and donate. Join us again tomorrow at 3 p.m. and Saturday at 7 p.m. We want you to be part of this conversation. We can't do this without you. We look forward to your partnership and sponsorship. Andersonspeaks.com.
2: And thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for listening to my advertisers and making sure that you use them if you need them. For whatever uh, services they can give you, including Christopher's Barber Studio or uh, James McCullum Firm or Best Buy and the list goes on. Need a great real estate agent? You got to go to Maria Weaver. Uh, she'll hook you up if you're in Maryland, 443 656 0687. And shout out to Victor Metzger on my Facebook page, Donald Francisco. Uh, Linda, Genty, Iskerzak, Rebecca Rodriguez, and the rest of you. Thanks a lot for tuning in there. All right, I'm going to Fred. He's in Silver Spring. How's it going, Fred?
6: Very well, thank you.
2: Thanks for calling. What are you thinking?
6: Yes, I wanted to uh, talk to you about, actually, uh, inquire about something. Uh, you You mentioned... Uh, basically, that the person that is once saved is always saved.
2: Yes. Uh uh-huh. I think you explain that very you explain that very beautifully. Thanks. But it does somehow
6: uh, give uh, an angel reason to think that a person that at one point after being saved decided that it does not want it does not want uh, to do anything with Jesus. If he yeah. Jesus will be nonetheless saved. Yeah. And I wanted you to uh, somehow tie that. To um to um to your view or to your view of predestination,
2: yeah. and
6: um I, and I must say that for disclosure, I'm from a different uh, uh,
2: Christian, uh, um, sure. I guess a, a, a different Christian tradition. Yeah. So I wanted to understand the, que- the idea of predestination. The predestination, of predestination. Of predestination. Gotcha. Yeah. So here's the good news. Once you are saved, you're, you're living by grace and God is working on you in a relationship to grow you. That's the that's the desire. And he allows your human will to interact with his predestination means that God has made a selection even before uh, you were born. He has, has chosen you out. In fact, the Lord Jesus says, no one can come to me unless the father draws him. So the father drew you uh, into a relationship with him. Once you come in that relationship, then when you learn you were predestined, that's supposed to make you praise God and worship him, as Ephesians 1 says. So predestination is not something for the unbeliever to look at and say, well, I wonder whether I'm chosen or I'm not chosen. Predestination is for the believer once he is chosen and he looks back and says, wow, I was chosen. I'm going to praise God. So predestination is really for your praise. Uh, But the reality is once you are saved, you uh you are always saved now what the lord wants to do is develop a relationship with you it's the difference between being married and having a marriage come on let's pray together heavenly father thank you so very much that we don't only have to be married which is saved but we can have a marriage which is a relationship with you that is awesome thank you for teaching us today in Jesus' name amen and
4: amen